0: what's going on welcome to totally blitz podcast and it is time to start the playoff football talk and it is time to recap the last regular season week 18 if y'all didn't know yo bitches but as always go down like and subscribe drop a comment of your favorite playoff take your favorite preseason take that aged like fine wine and anything else in between as always this is paul pickle winning concha and i'm joined with
1: Hey, man, you already know it's Your boy, Kev Waterboy Savoy, a.k.a. the downpipe PYE, a.k.a. the realest motherfucker on your screen. You're probably just a dangerous motherfucker, man. I'm just sitting there thinking, like, this was your year to hit them bitches, because I want to say you hit at least three preseason takes.
0: We will have an episode that specifically for our pre- I think We have to go back and do the film of our exact... Because we be we be blitzed, all right? We be fucked up on the show. So we got to go back to see exactly what we said. There were... I will say from one clip alone... My preseason Jags take hit, hit hard. But in that same, because I, I was gonna repost the clip, Kev, of uh, that the the from that episode, and had the preseason take of the Jags. But Kev, you whiffed hard. You whiffed hard on your, <laughs> on on your uh, part of the clip, and it was um, you're like the Falcons, have uh set over under, under the Giants, uh, under, under the Panthers. Or no, was it was it the No, it might not have been the Panthers. It might have been another team. And I was just like, oof, the Giants made the playoffs. <laughs> I was like, oof. <laughs> like, I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't bury Kev. I, I'll I'll just I'll just uh I'll just tweet about it. I won't post. i just tweet about it. No, nah, but then um what I was gonna say, so back to uh, our standings. This is the big one right here. Week 18. If y'all didn't know me and Kev had a three game difference in the overall standings for week eighteen. Kevin went 10 and six, and I went 12 and four. If I would have kept the Vikings pick, we would have ended in a tie. But instead, I switched my pick at the final buzzer, and I got burnt with the Bears. So Kevin wins the yearly regular season Ah. 140, 110 to two to my 139, 111 and two. But, so this, this is the crazy part to me. Kev has one more win than me. But when it comes to the week-to-week matchup, I've won nine weeks to Kev's seven. There's two ties. So even though I won two more weeks overall, I there was a, a couple of weeks where I just got killed. apparently.
1: I can tell you the exact weeks. I remember, it's like, it's always the week. It was the I week
0: don't... we had Jerry on. I remember it was the week we had Jerry on because I went like four and 12 in my picks. And you went like eight and eight. Or like nine and seven or some shit, but it was just like damn four and twelve.
1: I feel like I was a consistent like for a lot of the games because there was like one week I had like four wins, but I was a consistent like eight, um, eight to six. Like I was a consistent like a, little, a lot of weeks I are going above five hundred, and I was barely making it.
0: <laughs> yeah, but so Cav wins the regular season. Uh, we will have a playoff separate, and then I win the week-to-week matchups with the nine-to-seven, and then our locks and dogs. Kev went. Uh, Kev went one and one on his locks. Packers didn't win, but the Steelers won. And your dogs of the Jets, you took an L, zero and one. I went one and one on my locks. Jaguars won it. Saints did not win, and then the Texans as my dog, they won it for me in spectacular fashion, may I add. A, I would
1: love to talk about
0: that game first. <laughs> yeah, we, we could definitely hop into that one. But that uh, that puts our final standings. Locks, I went 15 and 20. Kev, clap it up. 21, 13, and 1. About a 68% pick rate, which is crazy good. And then dogs, I went 6 and 14. Kev went 5 and 14. We'll do better on our dogs. I feel like we picked like two – like because we picked four – Three to five dogs a week, and I feel like we usually pick two or three dogs. So we never pick the right one in our uh when we lock it up.
1: Nah, did I you know what's funny is that I'm five and fourteen or six and fourteen because of the Bills game. The Bills. The
0: bangles. Bills Bengals, yeah. <laughs> Plus, I
1: think that's actually funny.
0: I technically won on the dog category. I had a better win percentage. Well, and not a coin toss. Coin
1: toss. Coin Yo,
0: get toss! The- oh, I don't got no coin. I would definitely do coin. I would definitely get a coin before we end this show. <laughs> but let's let's jump into it, Kev. You said the first game you want to talk about. Smack dab in the middle of Sunday, 1 o'clock, Colts versus Texans. Texans win 32-31. The over-under was 38. I said take the under, and God, was I wrong. Boy, were they fighting. It was like 17-13 first quarter. And I was like, fuck. Like That's 30 <laughs> points right there. <laughs> like, it ain't looking good. This is, so, first off, this game was just a battle
1: wow, the Colts are trash. Like, every every second I got, like, every, every time I tuned into the game on the red zone, the coach just got worse. Like, it started off with the player fumbling, making own, the coach player making his own teammate fumble. And then when I turned back in, motherfucking Davis Mills just hit you on a fourth and 20. Why are they going for it on fourth and 20? Y'all need the first draft. Y'all need the first fucking pick in the draft. Nah, fuck that. Fourth and 20. And then he didn't score on fourth and 20, did he?
0: He definitely did. He, that's crazy. And, yeah, it went buddy. right through the corner's hands, and Brandon Cooks was like, Oh, I caught it. <laughs> Touchdown. <Yeah. laughs> like, it was just nutty.
1: That shit was fucking funny as fuck. You're just looking like, What the fuck do they got going on over there? how do you feel about this game?
0: I felt like it was the funnest game of the week. I wasn't as tuned because at one o'clock, I was locked in Dolphins' jets blocked it so i but i was definitely keeping an eye on these games especially these funner games but especially once my over was dead i was like oh well fuck it i lost some money but damn this is a fun ass game and i wanted to see my dad called me he took the over and he called me after the game he says you want to know why i took the over i said why uh he was like the texans are basically 99 percent gonna fire lovey smith do you think lovey smith gives a fuck if they have the first pick next year and I was like, <laughs> that's, that's true. I didn't even think about that. And he was like, yeah, his final hurrah is gonna go him give a win a game and fuck this franchise that's gonna screw me over, type shit. So that's what I think went into the uh went went uh, went down well. why the Texans didn't give a fuck about the first overall pick anymore, why they went out bald. And uh Davis Mills, he's just like trying his best to get another season you know what i mean like he's just like man like these motherfuckers are like they just fire love me they're probably gonna get rid of me let me at least go put out a good performance against a really good defense and the colts i mean they were close but no cigar like sam eleger he had his nice little uh fourth quarter drive to take the lead but then the texans just came back down fourth and 20 don't matter like it was this it was the best game by far it reminded me of the ohio state georgia game that happened uh, the last week. There's like both teams. They just kept scoring when they needed to. But uh,
1: yeah, but at the end of the day, Lovey Smith getting fired is probably the funniest thing ever because the fact that the coach kicked on—they no, fired two coaches after the first year back to back. Dave Kelly and then Lovey Smith, both black. But um, they still have to pay him for three. He has a fully guaranteed contract or something like that.
0: Oh, you know, I believe it. All these coaches nowadays are getting these full full guarantee contracts, which is crazy to me.
1: He can retire. Like, he's straight. Like, he's old, you know, did this long enough. And then he can also go be a D.C. anywhere. Like, if I'm the Bears, I'm picking him up. Like
0: I want him needs- in Miami. I want us to fire Lynn, Lynn Bolden, Where the fuck it is, get him out of here, Get defensive coordinator, and bringing me Lovey Smith. Because the Texans' past defense was ranked, like, not yards given up, but like in fantasy football, where they show you, like they adjust everything for yards, touchdowns, like all that shit. Number one ranked pass defense. So I was like, "Shit!" Like our pass defense was bottom five this year. Like bring me <laughs> Lovey.
1: They forced three picks on Pat Mahomes, didn't they?
0: Yeah, like they, they and Derek Stingley Jr. didn't play for half. The, they shut him down after half the season so he wouldn't get hurt. And he's the dog. Like so, it's oh. only going to be better. But then let's jump over to Saturday games. One was an absolute beatdown, 31-13. The Raiders got blown out. Uh, Chiefs didn't play with their food. Chiefs looked as good as ever to get ready for the playoffs. They looked like a team that wanted to show the world. Maybe we didn't earn the number one seed, rightfully so. But I look like a number, number one fucking seed, don't I? Type shit.
1: So if the Bills had won that game against the Bengals, the Chiefs wouldn't have been the number one seed?
0: Nope, the uh, and the Bills, if they well, they won this week, so the Bills would have ended at fourteen and three, and same record as the Chiefs, but they had beaten the Chiefs earlier this year for the tiebreaker for the Bill first. Oh, and if the Bengals would have won, they would have needed the uh the Bengals would they still would be uh they would be in second because they have one more loss than the Chiefs, but they would have had the same record as the Bills, and they had just beaten the Bills. Mm. So, like that, so, yeah, that was all the, the, the flip-flopping around in, like, the 1, 2, and 3 spot. I oh. feel like it's not too big of a deal now because they're all going to be neutral sites, and all of these teams have great fans that travel. Maybe not the Bengals, but they, they're a newly formed fan base, so similar to, like, the Warriors did in 2015 and 16, like, maybe their fans are down the ride.
1: That's interesting. That's interesting. But this game was fucking... Like what we thought we knew of um, Statham, like you thought Statham was that dude for a second, nah,
0: nah. You said it right. The film came out. Yeah,
1: the film came out. After that, it was no. Nah. I mean, Devonte Adams didn't Devonte Adams score? Yeah, didn't he get like a crazy touchdown?
0: Or was Renfro a- got the touchdown, but Devonte Adams had a decent day.
1: Renfro did get the touchdown, but they shout out them. I mean, hopefully they can figure something out because boy. It looks like Mike Daniels, gotta go. So, um, they're gonna get rid of Derek Carr. Like, this is interesting. Imagine being Devonte Adams and leaving the Packers to be on this team.
0: Five years now, you don't even know who your quarterback is for the next season. And it's funny
1: because I think I we'll get to this when we talk the Packers game. So, like, I'm not tripping about why he left because it makes sense. But, damn. Like, you came to fuck with Derek Carr, and now they're saying Derek Carr got to go, but you can stay.
0: Yeah, no, and then his pressure shit where he's basically saying, like, uh, the reason why I left the Packers is because I don't know the future of quarterback position. So now he's that's just, like, funny. that's the most ironic ending you could ever have with him.
1: That's funny as fuck. It like, if the Packers had made the playoffs, it'd be even more ironic, but it's just like, we're going to let it die.
0: Oh, there was a stat that came out of the top four paid quarterbacks this season. Aaron Rodgers, $50 million, not in the playoffs. Russell Wilson, $49 million, not in the playoffs. Kyler Murray, $47 million, not in the playoffs. Derek Carr or some shit, not in the playoffs. Wow. Just checking them off those boxes. <laughs> oh, Deshaun Watson,
1: not in the playoffs. I'm crying.
0: But yeah, no, the Chiefs they look good. Like people, um, I just think the Chiefs are—they just went out, proved that they're the number one team, and they're just uh, they could have rested starters at a certain point, but I think they just want to carry that momentum. Gotta keep that momentum's a real thing. Then our next game on Saturday, bigger deal, Jaguars beating the Titans, twenty to sixteen. My the Jaguars—I mean, it's it's almost like destiny. When I when I made the take, I didn't know they were playing the final game against each other. So it was like destiny to see them go against each other. Jaguars winning. And winning in a way where people are going, oh, Trevor Lawrence played bad. ETN didn't do shit. Well, ETN was going up against the number two rush defense in NFL. So, like, no one in the run game didn't work. Titans usually has a god-awful pass defense where I just felt like Trevor Lawrence wasn't able to – that's where I think they did a little eh. Like, Trevor Lawrence could have played better. But he still played decent. But the defense – like, this – People were talking. Oh, the Jags don't really have a defense. No, wrong. Like they, like Josh Allen is becoming a bigger and bigger household name every week. He's like, uh, this game. I think he had the he had a big tackle for loss, and then he did. Uh, he almost had the sack, and then Taysom Campbell on the uh, interception. The fucking even their kick returner. That didn't he get like a sixty yard kick return at one point? Uh, Jamal Agnew. Like they they're showing. They're showing that they have fucking like three sides of the ball, and I really think the Jaguars are going to be a, a sneaky scary team in this playoffs.
1: Hell yeah! And I don't—they play the Chargers first to be correct. Am I correct? Yeah,
0: Chargers and the Jags will be at home for the Chargers game too. So Duval County is going to be rocking. Like, did you see the picture of the difference in one year of the fans? Let's show the picture of last year' final game—clowns everywhere in the fans. Showed this year, and it was like. The fucking they was basically like the dog pounded fucking Cleveland, bro. Like they had the fucking like a Duval. They had this fucking like defenses for deep. Defense, I was like, oh, like this is a this is a fucking real fan base here.
1: You no, know, it's crazy. Remember how I told you I got on um, last week? I told you I got offered um a job to go work the um a job to go work the uh, gator bowl at the Jaguar Stadium. Yep. So motherfucking. I have to say, I had to decline, but I'm guessing from just my deductive skills, I'm guessing that somebody stayed went to the next person and he's accepted it. So guess who got the call to go work that game? And got to watch that fumble on the field. Damn. The best availability, the best. It's funny because um they say the best avail- ability is availability, but somebody said the best ability is the brave ability. And I was like, damn. I didn't have my babe ability. Babel didn't have his ability. But the Titans, they lost seven games in a row. Wait, eight or seven? I think it's seven. Seven games in a row to end the season. Season is over. Josh Allen with the fucking fumble recovery for a touchdown. That was Josh Allen, correct?
0: Uh, I believe so. Oh, that's probably yeah, Josh Allen. Did. Cause I was like, I know he had one more big play where I couldn't remember exactly right. what it was.
1: The fumble, that's just insane to me, because my dog, um my dog was there at the game at club levels because his um, dad's one of the coaches. And he motherfucking, they were erupted. They were so lit. I Field can imagine. Base. I can imagine that stadium just tearing down when he scored that touchdown. And then Josh Jawsdolph was close. Like right? Jake he, he was close to me, but it wasn't enough.
0: Yeah, he had two bad plays. I felt like it was one where he threw the interception where the guy was wide open, and he just he just threw it twenty yards short. And Jackson's got Jacksonville got easy interception on it. And there was another similar play where he had someone wide open shooting down left side because the corner only played like 10 yards and stopped and there was no safety. So he just flew. And Josh Dobbs instead threw to the guy who did the check down in front of the corner. And it was like, if you would have just fucking, like it was just a big miss where it was been like, it was wide. Oh, you could underthrown him and you still would probably got a touchdown. And uh, so it was like, damn, like, but that's just Dobbs. Like, what do you do with specs? You got a guy off the street. Malik Willis, he knew the system. He knew how to run it. Y'all didn't trust him. I understand Dobbs is the better option, but at the end of the day, this is a second start for the tie-ins. He did learning a fucking playbook. And With no
1: Derrick
0: Henry. Yeah, so, I mean, y'all, y'all did as good as y'all could do. The tie I said it in preseason. Y'all got rid of A.J. Brown and y'all's over-under. it still set at like 10, 10 wins. 10 wins is a playoff team. Y'all are not a playoff team this year.
1: Imagine just think about because Ray still one of my favorite coaches in the league right now, right? But just imagine the fact that one player left and there's other stuff that went down, but just that a big an effect to this offense to where his offense literally meant nothing once he left.
0: I think they could have still managed maybe eight or nine wins, but then they lost the defensive tackle or they traded his ass to the fucking Eagles, Landry, and it was just and then it was like, oh. Y'all's defense got worse. Y'all's offense got worse. Like, I don't know. Rable going to do so much yelling at y'all.
1: And then GM, the GM got fired immediately after that LA, that loss. But that's the Titans, man. I'm shocked that they went out that way. And it was beautiful for your take to go that way. It's Beautiful for the fans of Jacksonville, the fact that that game was in there. And they fucking blew the roof off for another Week 18 game. Jacksonville, their best week every year is Week 18. So, hey, shout out them boys.
0: All right, then we're gonna jump into Sunday. Falcons beat Bucks 30 to 17. Bucks had their starters in for a little bit. Some people hit some incentives because of that. And then of course they bring out the, the Gabbard and Trask, you know, all the fucking uh bench QBs. But Falcons, Allegier, thousand yard thousand yard season on the low. No one's talking about it. Like clap it up. That boy on the low. On the lowest of low is the lows. Undrafted. We might have another James Robinson esque undrafted rookie running back type dude on the on a team and uh desmond rither got some valuable snaps i felt like for the um the end of the season where not much really was left but hey y'all beat the bucks y'all should have beat them twice i know that feels good
1: i mean shout out um, Algier for the thousand yard um, rushing season and just think about it because there was a point in time where he's third string running back he wasn't even getting touches like that we're going back to cordero patterson i don't remember who the second running back was like Motherfucking and then you start Williams. Yeah, and then you start Marcus Mariota running on um, running that thing um taking a quarterback quarterback direct runs and shit. So shout out Algier. I mean I'm just looking forward to next season. Let's sit down. I think we gave up on the playoffs when we um benchmark as Mariota. So Desmond really getting the points he looked better in every game. I'm glad we won. I mean Tom Brady's now 12 and one against the Falcons. So, pretty good, but just better than 13 no. We'll see. This is a next year type of game. The Bucs, eh, I feel like when they did have the starters in, Goblin fumbled. Brady didn't look too crazy.
0: Yeah, it's funny to me because people are like, oh, they made it to the playoffs. Brady's been playing his best football yet. I'm like, maybe in the fourth quarter of games. But, like, outside of that, like they've still been the same Bucks since week one. Bro, if the
1: Panthers don't give up, three go routes to Mike Evans. Like, if they literally just put a safety over there. If J.C.
0: Horn was healthy, bro, it might be a different fucking uh, end of the year. Facts. Then we had the Bills take care of the Patriots. Thank you, Bills. But that's over because we're going to beat y'all this week in the playoffs. But Bills beat the Patriots 35-23. We needed that win for the uh, Dolphins to get in the playoffs. Mac Jones, I mean, he throws three interceptions. You're not going to win a game. He throw three interceptions. But, I mean, the big story is Naeem Hines. Fucking two return touchdowns. DeMar Hamlin, people are saying, was there himself in spirit. That helped get that ball on, from goal line to goal line twice. But, fuck, like, I've, I've never seen this before, bro. Like, let's look at the uh, rushing Buffalo. Rushing guards, 90. Not bad, not good. Passing yards, 237. Pretty decent. Special team yards. 241. Like, that's that's three sides of the fucking ball. <laughs> defense getting three interceptions. Matt Milano, Trayvon Edmonds, Tredavious White. That's three sides of the fucking ball.
1: This team was so fired up. I'm glad that you brought it up like that. I couldn't imagine. And they chose to do this to a Bill Belichick defense and a bill belichick on special teams like this team has special this team gets special teams coordinators jobs as head coaches like for them to be able to take fighting for a
0: playoff spot bill's team to uh bill belichick led team mm-hmm. i know this motherfucking killed them mentally
1: spiritually i know the cults are hurt giving up nine times. bro I wasn't even on his team two months ago motherfucking what and then this Bills team came and fired up. Like, they're the team. Everybody's saying they're the team of destiny right now. And, like, you picked, the, you picked the Jaguars versus the Titans. I picked the Bills since last year. Since motherfucking, not even since the, since the um, divisional
0: round last year. So, I don't know. Team of destiny. They, they, that is what they is calling them boys off in Buffalo right now. Mm-hmm. They said Demar Hamlin set off all the alarms. Naeem Hines took that one back, the very first one back to the crib. I don't know if it's the first or the second one, but it was a full bunch. One. The- it was
1: the very first play of the game.
0: They take it back, and then fucking all the alarms went off in the hospital because he was up jumping, screaming at the TV. So like he set off all the alarms because you know homeboy's supposed to be on the fucking bed still. <laughs> so yeah, like big deal.
1: That shit was funny. I mean, and that was just the team going because like he didn't get touched, he blocked all the way fucking down there. So shout out this Bills team, and they're coming to the playoffs fired up.
0: And, um, and the Patriots, I mean, I I'm, we're talking all about the Bills, but the Patriots was in this game because I know as a fan, this was another game I was watching closely because I was like, bro, Bills, like y'all just got, like you can't always account for special team touchdowns. So I will say the Patriots' offense and defense were playing better than the Bills' offense and defense for a majority of this game. But they were getting these two special team touchdowns and then Mac Jones throws some picks and then it closed the um close out the game. But for a while, I was like, for the Patriots, like how the fuck? I would look away and the Bills got the ball. Next thing you know, in the red zone, Patriots score a touchdown. And it's like the first touchdown was an insane catch. Like he got both feet in, absolutely insane. Yeah, that shit was nice. So I was sitting here, like, uh oh. Like, what? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck going on over here? But shout out the Bills. Y'all did it for me. 7-1 and at home. So, yeah, people want to ask if that home field advantage is a a big deal on them getting the first seed. I would say, yeah. But they also are a team that travels really well. The Buffalo Bills fans will be anywhere if it's a playoff game.
1: So it's a neutral side for sure.
0: Yep, and I believe they can only I believe the Ticketmaster are only gonna sell tickets to fans. You remember how last year they didn't let San Francisco buy fan tickets for the LA game or some shit? I believe it's a neutral site field, they'll have some way to be able to know who's where or whatever. So then uh, there'll be only two teams able to get tickets. That's Whoever crazy. team shows up more will be the home team, most likely.
1: That's crazy.
0: But let's get through these other games. We had the uh smoke through this one. Vikings smoking the Bears 29-13. They put in Nick Mullins. They sit the starters. Justin Justin Jefferson doesn't get to break the record. But I mean, Cousins showed that even without the right tackle, he he looked pretty decent. Dalvin Cook looked decent. They look good enough to be able to sit them. And I still think they'll have some momentum carrying over. But I still don't trust this Vikings team. I'm going to go on record and say now I think the Giants will beat the Vikings in the first round of the playoffs.
1: They do have a chance to be a scary dog right now. Scaredy, scaredy dog.
0: And they did play earlier this year, and there's a Greg Joseph 61-yard field goal that beat the Giants. So it's not like they they haven't played. They've seen each other already once. And uh, next game, Bengals beating the Ravens 27-16. This was another ass whooping. It was like 24-7 at halftime. Bengals just kind of took the foot off the gas. Ravens had Tony Brown or Antonio Brown. Some some bum at quarterback, and it just didn't look good. And the Bengals took care of business. Lamar maybe for the playoffs. There's still that – because I'm some reports – there's a whole bunch of reports. Some reports come out saying that – he uh, it's a business decision, and he's not playing because he wants his money. Some reports are coming out that oh, he's it's not a business decision, and they uh, Lamar Jackson is a type of player where if he's not a hundred percent, he's um, uh, you don't want him out there because he he needs to be able to run, like that's his biggest thing. And if he can't run at a hundred percent with that God-given talent and speed, then you it's probably not best to have him out there right now. So, there's that report. And another report saying that he's just a slacker. Lamar Jackson's a slacker in practice. So, there's a whole bunch of all these fucking reports. So, I really I really don't know how to look at the Ravens going into the playoffs. Bengals, on the other hand, fucking hot. hottest team in football right now, if you ask me, going into the playoffs? Again, back-to-back season.
1: Oh, no, the 49ers might have something to say about that.
0: Oh god damn, you might be right. <laughs> the Rock Purdy train is looking hot. Those are two uh, trains going into two hot hands you want to ride in the playoffs.
1: Hell yeah, but they get to run back, man. First game of the fucking um the first game of the playoffs they get to run back. We'll see. Cause everybody's giving um the Bengals um everybody's giving the Ravens credit for not getting their ass whooped in this fight. In this fight, in this in this um in this game, but we'll see. Because I feel like Bengals did have a lot of stuff on the back of their heads at the same time, so we'll see how it goes down. Because I feel like usually they beat the shit out of the Raiders.
0: And let's not forget best celebration of the weekend,
1: Joe oh. Mixon with the coin flip. Did he get flat? Did he get fine for that?
0: I don't think so. He may have, but I don't think did he. It's hard to tell because in the video I can't. Still, I've seen this video a hundred times. Did he bring a coin? No. Oh, did he? Did he probably got fine? Because if you cannot bring a prop, once you bring a prop, you can get fined and uh uh, whatever get flagged. But if there's no, so I couldn't. That's what it was. Just you know, coins are small and just fucking. You're not that super close up on it, so I just couldn't tell if he was mocking flipping a coin or he actually pulled out a coin. To style. I want to say he pulled out
1: the coin out of sock. I could be tripping
0: though. He probably did because every time it looks like there's a coin, but I just don't ever see it land. (laughs) So that that's the thing. Uh It's like the secret. It's like the silver bullet type show. JFK. Like I can watch the video a hundred times, but it just doesn't add up. <laughs> Next game, Dolphins winning against the Jets. I never had any doubts this season. I never. <laughs> I can't even say that straight face, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but we ending nine and eight, six and two at home. So if we would have been at home in the playoffs. I would be feeling better. But my, I'm just worried because two 99% sure two is not going to play. Teddy B, hoping he can play, but even if he does play, at what capacity is that finger? And then Skyler Thompson, motherfucker, got us 11 points this week, bro. Right? Like that, I said that we would lose and we need him to be a starter. Now, if he's our starter against the Bills, bro, like the 10 the point spread probably is not big enough, like to be honest, because it just he just doesn't it just not the same offense. I know Tyreek Hill was hobbled. He had to ice his legs and shit. He was getting hurt. This motherfucker was playing pickup basketball the day after the next day. On a on Twitter, I saw a video. So I was just like, all right, hopefully, hopefully, I'm seeing videos of you playing basketball and shit. Hopefully, when we come playoff time, your ass is running a hundred percent on these routes. Like I, I don't want no like there ain't no more excuses. Like it's fucking playoff mode time, and I I, I need Teddy B. That's all I'm gonna say. I need Teddy B. In this game, it was one of the ugliest games. It wasn't even hard to watch. It was just great defense. Neither team could really get past the 50 yard line. When they did, they usually settle for a field goal. But we did cover that last play of the game where they start pitching in and shit. It ended up in a safety. So we covered the three points. We won by five. Did you guys um did you
1: get like a horse collar tackle or something like that in Little? Yeah.
0: Yep, yeah, to set up the game winning fifty yarder. Bro, I've I've been saying Jason Sanders should be booted because he's like one in five from fifty yards. Now he's two for six. But there's been so many games where he's kicking. It'll be an extra point he misses type shit. Like if he misses a 30 yarder, a twenty-five yarder. So him making that field goal, I will say he probably has earned himself another year on the squad, but it's real thin. It's <laughs> really thin. But that horse collar, you can't grab the nameplate. People are bitching. Oh, y'all got bailed out. Like, it's right there in the fucking rule book, cannot grab the nameplate. Exactly <laughs> what
1: rules do say that.
0: Next game. This game had no implications, so it's gonna be a quick one. Panthers winning ten to seven. I will like to say, I told you on the pick show. This is a, I took the under forty two, and I said, where the fuck the offense is gonna come from? No offense, and then I did say this is gonna be a game where it's seven to three at halftime, and I'm sitting good. Like, oh yeah, they're not gonna cover the, uh, they're not gonna go over. It was seven zero at halftime. I was, really, I was really That's close.
1: That's fine. I mean, all I could take away from this team, Chris Olave, a thousand yards, nice. I was saying that the, that was one of my favorite. Um, that was one of my favorite receivers coming out the, um, coming out the draft. It's not my favorite. It was between him and Garrett Wilson, but they both went to Ohio State. So, definitely good, great season for Chris Olave. Fuck that entire defense. But um, the Panthers were really, like, three goal routes away from the playoffs.
0: I feel like the Panthers were starting Sam Darnold since week four away from making the playoffs. They wouldn't have kept trying to make Baker work. And I was one of the people shouting, like, I don't think Sam Darnold's any better. But... I, at this point, I think Sam Darnold is better than Baker Mayfield. Like, and uh, not saying that he's still a great player. I'm not saying that at all. I still think you need a QB for the future because he's still not it. But if he would have been playing since he was able – coming off the IR week three or four, I think they probably would have won maybe one or two more games. Especially, like, that Giants game where they lost on, like, 19 to 16. Like, those real close three-point games. I feel like Sam Darnold would have played. They would have had a better a, – a more likely to win. Oh, Yeah. And, Steve Wilkes, I'm hoping you keep your job, but they're already saying they're bringing in motherfuckers for the head coaching position. Like, they're taking people from, you know, they're asking teams that they can interview D.C. or whoever. So, hopefully they don't make that mistake the Raiders did, but they look like they may. Just saying that right now.
1: I'm looking at it like you can't go no wrong with Steve Wilt. Boy, Like, what if I'm a player, this has to be one of those games is, Hey, coach, I'm leaving my jersey on your desk. And I want, I want, like, you feel me? Like, they should be going to the GM's desk, like, yo. I
0: want we got to speak up for our guy. And I will say, like, Steve Wilkstay's head coach, bring in a veteran, bring in Lovey Smith at DC or uh, bring in a, a veteran offensive coordinator, someone who can help show him the ropes when shit gets a little rough because they've been a head coach before.
1: i want to say they've finished. Fourth in the division two years in a row. So the fact that they did that late push to finish second and was literally three go routes away, like JC Horn away from motherfucking go the playoffs, there's no way in the hell you can literally look somebody in the face and do another, do how the Raiders did up? It's about my dog, Vitaliano. The,
0: the dirty business. Next game, Steelers beating the Browns 28 14. This was another game. It was close at half, 10 to 7, but then the second half, the Steelers just kept they, they were able to keep scoring. Able TJ Watt is a fucking difference maker. The Steelers were a, a TJ Watt not getting hurt week 1 away from probably making taking that playoff spot and the Dolphins sitting at home. But Tomlin 9 and 8, above five hundred sixteen 16 seasons I think they said or something. 10 C. I don't know. He had a lot of fucking seasons. He's yet to go b- below 500 another winning season. And uh think right. Deshaun Watson, this may go down as the worst contract in NFL history. If next season, because he's going to have another season to get his shit right. But if next season, he comes out and looks like how he did this season. This could be the worst contract in NFL history, especially it's all guaranteed. Like you're going to be stuck with him. There's no trading that it's either cut him and let him keep the money and move on or let him sit on the bench and bring in somebody else, or like he's gonna be your starter for the next four or five years.
1: That's gonna be they started man. Let they could draft somebody and let Brett just sit on the bench, and let um, them pay on um, them pay a uh, fucking Ricky um salary for three years. Oh man, that will be their fucking quarterback for the next four years, Paul.
0: Yeah, I'm just saying myself. Uh, this is, and I'm so happy because Dolphins are definitely tied to that man. Definitely had ties of maybe that trade coming the Dolphins way, and I'm so happy we did not take that. We we stuck with Tua, even though he got hurt this year too, but much rather have a hurt Tua and dealing with Teddy B and Skyler than a, a knowing Deshaun Watson's my starter for the next five years.
1: I ain't going to lie to you. Tua on the Texans with Damian Pierce balling? They would have made the playoffs.
0: Hey, I, He probably would have been part of that package to trade because Brian Flores hated that man. Brian Flores would be like, yeah, take two with you. Take, they would have
1: said take two in a 16th round draft.
0: Pick. Oh, they're talking about like two firsts and shit. That's right. Remember that was the trade for Watson at the time? It was like two firsts. They're demanding two firsts or I think three firsts minimum. There's some crazy shit. Wow. <laughs> Then we had the Broncos beating the Chargers 31-28. This was one of the games where, like, we were split. Like, if it wasn't for that fucking Vikings-Bear game, because, like, I had the Broncos beating the Chargers. You had the Chargers. And I was just, like, I was this close. Like, this close from at least the tie. I, I would have took in the tie. But Russ had a great game. I think he threw, like, 300 yards, three touchdowns. The defense played decent. But Brandon Staley's a fucking idiot. Now you have Mike Williams hurt. The playoffs, like, you didn't gain absolutely nothing out of this game.
1: What quarter did he get hurt in?
0: Um, it could have been the third or second. I want to say it was the second.
1: We all hope it was the second. And it was like
0: MRI that. tests are saying it's negative, but he might not be able to play still because he's – like, it's just like if y'all come and look shitty against the Jags, especially passing-wise, like – Oh, Brandon State should get fired. Like this is this is back to back last game of the season and you fucked your team.
1: consistently. is the niggas ain't shit, man.
0: Then uh and the Russ, I mean we talked the same things. Uh I think they what was it? Was it the Broncos? The Broncos are looking at John Harbaugh, hopefully Sean Payton, hopefully You see?
1: I'm just saying I got I got I got I was my my ear was to the streets. I heard Sean Payton's name was in the mix. Oh, that's a good one. No, no, no. no. You don't need no defensive-ass coach. No, You're but I think
0: they're looking at him to bring in for defensive coordinator. I'm oh, not yes. sure. I just not know that he was another name tied with these names.
1: He would do nice with that defense. If I was him, I'd get the fuck out of Dallas, but well, it's still good.
0: Alright, and then uh, I forgot to hit on this, but Raheem Morstead, he broke his thumb in the Dolphins-Jets game. Probably not going to play. Falcons, Dean Pease, He's retiring, legend defensive coordinator, 73 years old. He uh, he, he retires, so shout out him. They're going to have to fill in that spot. Lovie Smith, I mean, like, Lovie Smith, the, the defensive coordinator spots are open.
1: Rest the piece of real one's career, man. That boy, Dean Peace, he's been holding us down, man. I mean, I feel like this was a year that every quarterback didn't feel like they could throw all over of our offense, our defense, but, like, they still tried to anyways.
0: And then on the Steelers – Uh, Mitch Skrubisky says that he regrets signing so quickly with the Steelers and Free Acres agency. I mean, you still stunk it up. It's not like you went out there and put up good film and they benched you for Kenny Pickett. It's like you stunk up the joint and lost your job. Like, I don't think signing somewhere else would have helped you that much better.
1: You threw three interceptions, homie, last time you played. Please, please don't talk.
0: Yeah, just pipe down a little bit, Mitch. (laughs) Mitch... And then uh next game Eagles winning twenty two sixteen but the sixteen is a fraud sixteen it was fourth quarter no no one's really playing anymore the Eagles are really up twenty two zero uh like it, it was a it was an ass whooping like Giants didn't start anybody. What else do you expect the Giants had hurt had the whole fucking starters in, and uh hurts looked good he needed this one game back, i feel like 'cause he's not he's gonna have the first week off. And you don't want someone who didn't play for three weeks and then have an extra week off and not play football for four weeks before touching the football. So I, I think it was good for him to have this first game back.
1: I mean, he came in with that on-back and He showed that. Definitely. And now this Eagle team is looking pretty good right now. We can say they had an easy-ass schedule, but all that matters is what happens in this fucking playoffs. Motherfucking. They get the win of the Cowboys versus the Bucks, Bucs. Two very favorable matchups for them. If they play the Cowboys, it'll be interesting because motherfucking they both these teams have played each other already, but neither of them have their starting quarterback, so fully one hundred percent. But if they play the fucking Bucks, it's like okay, J- Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown and that defense are gonna retire the motherfucking Tom Brady. So hey, it's gonna be a good
0: Eagles versus Tom Brady again because last time it was the Patriots.
1: Oh, that's facts, but then at the um. Now, the Bucs beat the Cowboys last year, didn't they?
0: Yeah, they didn't get to play the Eagles.
1: Mm-hmm. But Eagles, damn. Tom might try to do something now, but I doubt it because he a bitch. But um, <laughs> this Eagles team is lit right now. Their offense is, now that they got um, Jalen Hurts back, this offense is really ready to take off. How do you feel they're going to come playoff time?
0: Like I said, I think this was a very important first game back, and I think because he had his game back, they're, they're gonna come out looking good. If they he didn't have this game back, I would have some worries of like, okay, this is his first time touching the football in an actual game setting in the first time in four or five weeks. Wouldn't feel as good. Like that's why I don't feel good about the Ravens. Like, even if Lamar does come back, first time touching a football in like four or five weeks, and he didn't look good last time he did. That's real. Then we had, I mean, another ass whooping. 38, 13, 49ers put it on the Cardinals. You probably are right. The 49ers are probably the hottest team. 10th straight win to close out. Brock Purdy. I mean, they had Jimmy G cooking. Brock Purdy cooking. So like, 40, you might say it's a system. Might just or maybe they just have some good ball players. Like I think Brock Purdy has shown. Like he said, like to fucking Nick Saban's face, like, oh, you, you didn't watch my film. Point blank, period. I'm the most accurate person. Like, that's Uh, what I do good. And in a 49ers offense, this is probably all you need is good accuracy. And he's filling that role great. So I think this might be a tough, and that defense alone, like this. D Hop, I'm not sure he's going to be there next year for the Cardinals. They're already talking about future landing spots for him this offseason. Cliff Kingsbury got fired. He got all his money guaranteed. So he's got the bank. Kyler Murray might not start week one. Cardinals are just in a bad spot. 49ers are
1: in a great spot interesting as fuck I mean as for Kingsbury I mean I feel like that's another one of your takes that this is going to be Kingsbury's last season as coaching for all the Cardinals and I'm about to go watch the Hard Knocks episodes now but like damn bye bye
0: good to cut But 49ers red hot can't wait to see them in the playoff they may be my NFC pick I have to see how the playoff bracket's looking
1: It's good. It's good. They play um I'm not even gonna get into it because I wanna say something wrong. But I'm pretty sure they play the Seahawks. Then they play the winner of
0: In the NFC they play I'm trying to pull up the bracket right now. I think they
1: play the winner of the Vikings versus Giants. And those so yeah, they do have a pretty um very good matchups coming.
0: Yeah. So first week Seahawks. Very familiar territory. And speaking of Seahawks, they're the next game. They beat the Rams 19-16. Cam Akers looked good. The Rams' defense looked good. Seahawks looked, see Geno looked flat. He threw an interception. I mean, the first drive, they looked good. But then after that, he didn't do shit. He threw, like, interception. They just kind of – this. both teams just played really good defense and just barely scored. Like, each time they get into the red zone, some shit would happen, and they're settling for a field goal. So, Seahawks get the win they needed, but, I mean, it wasn't enough. Uh, due to Sunday night
1: nah it's funny as fuck just off the face that um, the Seahawks definitely got into that thing but fuck I'm not as fuck I forgot what do, that girl, I was going to say we're talking Seahawks race. oh this game went into overtime like the Rams are really yep. trying to play spoiler. toilet now I'm trying to pull up some
0: stats too cause I know Geno Smith he broke the Seahawks passing record what?
1: Oh, yeah, he does have 4,000 or something like that this year
0: 4,282 yards, 30 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. And I'm just trying to see if he played 17 games or did he play or did he miss a week? One, two.
1: One thing, one thing, one thing for sure is that
0: motherfucking. Oh, he played 17 games. Still respect it. He broke the record, but there was an extra game.
1: Pete Carroll going to make a quarterback look good, I guess. They take Geno back to his West Virginia days with them, two good-ass receivers, three to be exact.
0: Yeah, I mean, he had a poor game here, but, I mean, mean, he set himself up great to be re-signed, I think. He was on a one-year deal, so even if he doesn't re-sign here, which I would be shocked, he made a good enough uh, lasting impression where I wouldn't be shocked if maybe the Rams go for him, the Cardinals, because they need someone while Kyler's out. Bron- I don't even know. Like, what if he goes to the Broncos and takes Rush's job there? Like, that would just be nutty.
1: Right. That should have been so fucking funny.
0: Then next game, Cowboys getting they ass whooped. We were both on the wrong side of this one. We thought the Cowboys were doing the whooping. But they beat the, the – commanders beat the brakes often. Dak Prescott looked terrible. Uh, the defense break. didn't do jack shit to Sam Howell in this uh, – rookie led offense. The it they just came flat everywhere. They they had a, I think a fumble on their special teams as well. So it was like every side of the ball they look terrible. And like I, I just want to know like is this is going to be another disappointing Cowboys season after what was a really good season. Twelve and five. They're four and four four of their losses out of five comes on away games. They're four and four and away and now they don't have they they're not gonna have home field advantage in any of their games. So it's, oh, a, wow. it's, it's a big deal. Like this, like I don't know. Jerry Jones, I know you the Cowboys in particular, this have extra eyes on them. It doesn't matter what happens, they're always gonna be in that that extra media attention. So I just wanna see what happens. Hopefully they come out looking good in the playoffs, but damn, you cannot have a performance you just had repeat on the playoffs.
1: Or are you going to hit us with the meanest Sayonara. Sayonara?
0: Mike McCarthy oh. might get the boot. I been, if Mike McCarthy gets fired, Sean Payton immediately, I think, prime that landing spot number one. Then, final Sunday night football, the game that meant more than almost any other game this week. The Packers losing to the Lions 20 to 16 at Lambeau. Lions finish on top of the Packers in the uh, division. Packers are third, only ahead of the Bears. Packers are eliminated from the playoffs, never even get a chance to sniff it this season. And it does sound like, from all reports, Alan Lazard, definite, not going to be there next year. He, already, he basically said, like, yeah, that's my front. I just took – he's basically – I took this game in for what it was because I'm not going to be here next year. And then uh, Aaron Rodgers telling Jameson Williams – Oh, I'm not gonna trade my jersey with you. I'm gonna keep this one. Some people are taking that as, oh, he, he might be retiring. Like, this, why else would you want to keep that one jersey? It was a loss. I of the Lions. I think it's like he. It might just be his last game. And he is meeting with the Packers officials. They're doing extensive meetings. They're gonna talk about a lot these next couple of days. And the, I'm pretty sure one of the big things is if he retires or if he stays. And if he stays, what happens?
1: I think he's retiring definitely, but like. Maybe it's maybe it's just the messy motherfucker in me, or maybe it's the fact that I think it was just his body language leaving the stadium. Like, yo, we try, man, good shit. Like, everybody was just looking at the tribe. He threw up a little of this, and I was like, oh man, not bad.
0: Last one.
1: I'm like I've seen that before. He done broke all the Packers records. He's has this soup yet. Him and the him and the 2008 Boston Celtics. Have laid claim to a championship that niggas put on a resume so much that you forget that that shit was almost a, that shit was over a decade ago. And for so such great one. talent, mm-hmm. so that's one. He probably has some of the most. If I were to look at a um, harder look at a um a resume, I would swear he has probably some of. The, he'd be up there in the most conference championship losses. Like I feel like there's a lot of seasons that they could have did something and fucked up.
0: Blown leads too, like the 49ers back to back, and then the fucking uh, when they lost to the Seahawks, uh, like they were up like 20 to six at halftime, and then Rust does them Rust things,
1: but they had three interceptions on the Bucks, it's still lost. So, like,
0: he's he may be known, like, and if he would have never won that first bowl, he probably would be known as the like a guy who's as good but can never win the big one. So, like, they can't even say that about him because he won one. But they will say, "Oh, he didn't. He only won one."
1: There was a point in time we thought he was better than Tom Brady. Because remember, he was super mobile.
0: Hey, I'm as, as a player by himself. I still think Tom Brady's the goat. But if I'm building a franchise, I know Tom Brady had twenty something years. I might take Tom Brady number one because I got twenty something years. But I mean, Aaron Rodgers is—he doesn't like the interception, the touchdown ratio, like this, this. Per- completion percentage, like, he just seems to me the most accurate quarterback I've ever seen. Like, just the best, single-hand talent. Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion, is the best. I respect it. But what
1: about this game, though? What I I was kind of watched tuned into the fights heavy and No, 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 I'm lying. Oh, no, no, I was definitely watching this game, and I got upset that the Packers, the Packers on, couldn't fucking finish it off, couldn't finish them boys to get the ball back, because they had the chance to stop them about fourth and one. And they just threw it up to that my boy DJ chart, which I will be picking up on fantasy next year. If anybody touches it, you'll have to see me.
0: Yeah, I mean, the Packers, they had Aaron Jones fumble, which was kind of big when you're looking back at things. Like, damn, they was kind of moving on that drive, and then they fumbled. But Jared Goff just continues to play perfect football. He's just learned that, okay, maybe we don't get a first down here, but I'm not going to turn over the ball. I'm not going to get a fumble. I'm not going to throw an interception. And with the Lions, their defense is doing enough to make sure that they're always in these games. And I think it just comes down to that with the Lions now. They're fixing the turnover issue, and if they don't turn over the ball, they're realizing, oh, we can win these close games because we're not giving the other team an extra possession. Aaron Rodgers and Packers are hand, two turnovers, Aaron Jones and Aaron Rodgers interception. So it's like it's hard to win when you're losing the turnover battle and it's a close game. Hell yeah.
1: But this game was it was what it was. I wish the Seahawks sometimes, the whole time I was wishing the Seahawks lost just so this game could have been crazy important. But shout out DC. Did you see a DC's nose in this game? This shit was redder than the devil's butt butt cheek.
0: Yeah, and I love DC's, DC showed me OG football because then he asked him like, oh, Seahawks have already won, so what do you think about this game? He was like, yeah, Seahawks have already won, we're not in it, but if we're not in it, we don't we don't want this team to go to it either. We don't like mm-hmm. it or some shit like that. And I was like, that's old school football. They'd be like, oh, our season's over? Well, we don't like this team because they're division rivals. So we're, our season is now just to make sure they don't go to the playoffs.
1: There it goes. Try to get that boy A-Rod to retire.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, I wish the Lions were in the playoffs. It would have been a hell of a season for them. But they built something. They got draft picks. Like the Rams did shit this season, and I know they're going to have a nice draft pick because of that. And uh, the Packers, on the other hand, they all, everything lies in A Rod 12's hands. If he retires, the Packers are going to be maybe not good for the next three to four years. If he stays for one more year, maybe they'll have a chance to clean some shit up and look a lot better next season.
1: I mean they just gonna have to break the bank. They're gonna have to start spreading some cash around and get you somebody. There's gonna be a lot of right? Oh
0: yeah, I was say, I know he already got the bag. He get fifty million this year and another fifty next year. So like he's set if he decides to stay.
1: They got that's a lot of fucking money. But they got the yeah, they gotta break the bank if they want if they really want him to stay for like you gotta get me a D hop. You gotta get me a motherfucking a Brandon Cooks, you gotta get me
0: D hop's on the market too, like I said, like he might not be there no more and he's older you might be able to get him at a discount
1: definitely I mean now nah, they're gonna try to overplay him cause that is the one of their lifelines but go get him bro. break the bank
0: but that was it <laughs> stay with us cause we're gonna be covering playoffs we still got boxing coming out we still got UFC coming out but that was it for 2022-2023, regular season football. We just recap week 18. We gave you everything. And just, uh, we got wild card coming up this week, divisional conference, and then, of course, the Super Bowl in February. So we're going to be jam-packed with shit. And uh, we're going to have to recap our preseason takes, see how good we did and how bad we did on some things. And uh, just stay tuned with us because you know we're keeping the content coming. This has been Paul and concha That's Kev. Water Boy Savoy. This has been totally Blitz podcast. And if y'all ain't know, and well, now y'all know, motherfuckers. Yeah. Let him in,
1: passing out the medicines. We've been on that rock star regimen, knowing that I'm having shit higher than I ever been. I got a problem with being problematic. Get the light beam on me, ready for electrostatic. Don't you step into this box if you're not batting? Then my gang got tools. You could call them.
0: This ain't nothing new It see some maxing All I'm saying is true You better stop your capping